Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title. Paying attention, it costs time. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence, and we ask you to clear the temple, Father God. Clear the temple in our minds of any thoughts, Father God, that are holding us captive, any negative mindsets, Father God, the propensity to be negative. Father God, their propensity to go back to the same sinful uh, things that, you know, answering our flesh before we'd answer the call to you. Father God, any negative mindsets of doubt, Father God, or procrastination, anything that would stop us or hinder us from stepping into our destiny, Father God, clear the room, clear the temple, Father God, clear us, wash us clean, clear our minds so that we can see clearly that you're speaking to us directly. Help us to clear our minds to be relative. Clear our minds for prophecy. Clear our minds, Father God, of anything that would hold us up. We praise you and thank you for life. In nomine Padre, Fili, Espirito Santos. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, on ages of ages. We praise you, Father God. We offer you a praise. In Jesus' mighty name. So paying attention, are you paying attention? Paying attention, it costs time. Time, time you see, is very often a commodity we not only take for granted, but habitually mismanage it. The irony is that for, 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 for many of us, time is all we have. The irony is, is that time for many of us is all that we have. And if we could just get down and be brutally honest for all of us, it's the very most valuable and priceless orb of the next few moments. The, the scary part is, is that most people, for, that, that the scary part is that, that the most people, some people, aren't really truly aware of time until it's all run out. We can't keep running the ball, coaching the plays, watching the ball drop. When the timer hits zero, time is out. It's over. When, time, when the time clock hits zero, the game is over. You can't make another play. You can't rush the ball. You can't pass the ball. You can't shoot the ball. You can't go slam dunk. You can't hit the golf ball. When time, when time is run out, when the clock is run out, the game is over. There's no more betting. There, there's no more investing. When the time is run out, it's closed. When the stocks are closed, they're closed. Watching the ball drop, when the timer hits zero, it's done. It's over. A whole new year is here, or a whole new year is gone. Be relative. I'd say that if we don't reposition ourselves and change the way that we are thinking, change the way that we are reacting to things and change the way that we are truly thinking inside in those deep dark crevices and, and just on the surface even because you see we are stuck in between the lines of limited ways of dealing with things you know limited people limited resources and i'm telling you there is something deep down inside of us saying let there be let there be light paint that painting write that book invest in this or that Give your heart to him or her. Start that business. Build that idea. Let it be. Sing that song. Hike the hike. Make the climb. Invent it. 
Do it, say it, speak it, let it be. You see, we've got to let it be. It's crying inside of us. We are pregnant with ideas. Pregnant with our future, with our destiny, with prosperity, with true fruit in our lives. And some, literally, pregnant with a child. Pregnant with the future. We must do it, we must say it, we must speak it, we must speak positive things. You see, because we are running out of time. We are running out of time. What are we going to do with the time that we have left? We don't want to be at our last hours fumbling through lists of should've, could've. You know, procrastination is a plague against the very nature of time itself. Time fades into a lost, into lost stories and forgotten who's who. Only to leave a man or a woman cold, tired, and bitter, wishing we'd made the call, stepped up, or stepped out. Maybe even answered the door that one day. That one day. Oh, that one day. One day after another, and here we are. A gifted island of misfits, some ready to run and hide, some ready to fight. Others fell asleep before a word was ever uttered. And yet, nevertheless, and I'm here to tell you prophetically, I believe God is speaking to us directly. And yet, nevertheless, God shines on you in this very hour, gifting you with a threshold to walk through gifting you with the threshold to walk through, uh, walk through, call. To walk through the call of faith and the path of destiny. It's a faith call. It's a calling. God shines on you in this very hour, truly gifting you with that threshold because God has opened the door. Amen? I believe God has opened a door. And that, that, that God is, you know, shines on you. God is shining on you. I believe God is anointing you in various ways. Now, I'm sure you need to go have the oil poured on you. You need to be anointed. People need to lay hands on you. You need to, you need to seek fellowship. God's shining on you in this very hour gifting you with that threshold to walk through the call of faith and the past of destiny. You've got to take those dreadful, painful steps and learn to walk again. You say, well, wait a minute, I, I already know how to walk. I, I can walk the walk. Wait a minute, I'm a Christian, or I get it. I get it. I, I see how it works. You know, but sometimes I believe for some of us, we need to take a few steps back so that we could take a few steps forward. We need to understand that maybe Maybe it's good to get some milk out of the Word of God again. And we can eat a heavy meal from the Word of God. We can eat the meat and potatoes, yeah. But sometimes we need to go back to the milk to get truly fed of a lasting meal that can carry us on when we make these painful steps to learn to walk again. Walking by faith isn't easy. And it's not an easy task for even the highest gifted. I mean, you can have all the degrees. You can have the degree, you can have all the degrees. Amen? But what happens when the decree holds you to a different tune? 
You can have all the degrees, but what happens when the decree holds you to a different tune? What, what do we do at that moment? You've got to take those dreadful, painful steps to learn to walk again. Walking by faith isn't easy. It's never, it's, it, whoever told us it was going to be easy was clearly lying to us. Maybe, maybe, uh, you know, it, it, maybe it holds you to a different tune where, you know, it makes you take a few steps back. Maybe you go from the Bill Gates or, you know, the Bill Gates to a server at IHOP. Who knows? I mean, who knows? God has a plan and it doesn't mean it's the same plan you got or even have or, or even, even, a, even a plan that you've already accomplished. You know, and I'm telling you folks, time is running out. Are you even paying attention? I mean, truly, I mean, it's not like I'm anyone, but are you even paying attention? Because it costs to pay attention. And if you're not paying attention, it costs. We need to be paying attention. We need to be actively breathing in saying, okay, I'm here right now. I'm present in my life because we can listen, you know, and it can go in one ear and out the other, or, or we could be tuned in. We can hear what people are saying. But are we listening? Or vice versa, however it's seen, however we digest it, where it sinks in and we're like, okay, I hear what you're saying. And then some of us, some of us coin that. But are you listening to what I'm saying? Are you digesting? Is it, are, you, are you getting that? Are you paying attention because it's costly? On either side of the coin, it's costly. Are we paying attention? Because I believe God is speaking to us. And I believe it's so hard sometimes because when God speaks, you know, there's so much noise going on. There's so much clutter. There's so much distractions and there's so much going on. And it's so very hard to hear that still small voice. And when we hear it, we're shocked and we want to listen to more. And then it's, it's already gone. We, we weren't tuned in. And God is trying to teach us something. If you want to tune into that, you got to get rid of all the clutter. I mean, who knows? God has a plan, and it doesn't mean it's the same plan that we've got. And that might be a hard, uh, a hard thing to take, you know, to, uh, it might, might be hard to take. That's just plain and simple. It might be hard to take. But truly, that, that time is running out. And we need to be paying attention because there's value in these prophetic words herein. Don't get lost in the noise of what everybody else is babbling, all the hype. The he said, she said, well, I don't believe in this and I don't believe in that kind of stuff. The naysayers. We can't get lost into all the babbling, what everyone else is saying, all their comments. You know, God chose you. Those people didn't choose you. God chose you. God chose you. You didn't choose God either. God chose you. You didn't choose God. And when God wants to do something, he does it. If God wants to heal you right now, he will. If God wants you to be a leader, a position will show up in places you've possibly overlooked or in places that you wouldn't even begin to understand that it doesn't make sense. Well, why would it be over there? Why would God put me over there? Or why would God put me down there? Or why would God put me up there? Why would God elevate me? Look at me. And why we're humble and, and, and things of that. And that's good and stuff. But maybe God's about to elevate you. 
and you're about to be fruitful, not fruitless. And for some of us that have had more than we we actually deserve, I mean, all of us can, can say that because without God's grace, where would we be? But for some of us, we've been given a lot. And just like the, the with the tares, God has given you five, and what have you done with that? Did you multiply that? And when God has given you two, and what did you multiply that? And maybe God gave you a, a, a million-dollar business, and, and what have you done with that? It's all about me. I did it all myself, wherever you're at. You know, I say to myself that I doubt that a billionaire or a millionaire would ever listen to a podcast like this, but you would be surprised where God will lead you. And it may not be that God is speaking to the aftermath of a billionaire or a millionaire, but I believe that God is speaking to the billionaire and the millionaire. And not that it's all about money, but when God elevates you and you look back and say, it's all about me, you're going to see that you'll probably be taking some steps back. God deserves to be praised. I believe that you're about to step up the ladder and you're going to just look back and be like, I don't know how I got here. Because when God opens doors and you walk through them, and when you look back and you say, wow, and you give God praise, you're just going to keep on stepping up and you're going to be fruit and you will be prosperous and successful. When you get God-focused and not situational-focused and all this, and we've heard this before, we've heard this before, and I'm telling you that people may not like it and we may not understand what God is doing sometimes, but rest assured, He's working it out. We may not understand what God is doing. We may not know why. Why, why did you choose me? I've always been the one to choose the small stuff. Like, I've always been humble about it, and I'll just choose the small position. It's like, why would you choose me for this? I don't even fit the plan. But God chose you. And God will be glorified through your life. And we must always look to know, how did we get to where we are? If we forget how we come to be, then we probably will be taking some steps back on the ladder. You know, just rest assured, even though we don't understand what God is doing, why God is doing, and sometimes, and, and it just we get confused, but rest assured he's working it out for the good of those that love him. And his word says it. I mean, his word says it. You know, like here, here in, uh, let's read Romans 8, chapter 20, uh, chapter 8, verse uh, 26 through 28. And I'll be reading out a message. Now, it might seem kind of confusing, but we'll go through this. And I believe God will bless you. And, and meanwhile, the moment we get tired and waiting, praise God. Meanwhile, <laughs> I believe this, be relative, this may be speaking to you right now. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, someone who's been waiting right there, you're being spoken to. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in waiting, maybe you've already tried to quit how many times? Meanwhile, in the moment we get tired in waiting, but you didn't quit. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside us, helping us all along. If we don't know how or what to pray, 
it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us. Making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans, He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition, and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be sure that every detail of our lives of love for God is worked out into something good. Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 26 through 28. But let me put it this way. And we know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us causes all things to work together as a plan for the good of those who love God and to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. Romans 8, 28. You see, church, and maybe you're not comfortable with me saying church, but you see listeners, people out there, you beloved of God. You see, I've got to repeat this because we are running out of time. What are we going to do with the time that we have left? We've got to change the way we are thinking, change the way we are feeling, change the way we are reacting to things because we are truly stuck in between the lines of limited people, limited ideas, limited philosophies, limited resources, and we are limited and time is running out. There's something deep inside you crying out, let there be a miracle. You are a miracle waiting for a place to happen. You know what? And if it takes 200 more times for you to hear that, and then, you know, even, is it gonna take 200 more times for you to, for you to grab onto that and call it your own? To, to grab onto that, that you are a miracle waiting for a place to, ap to happen. You know, you are the best you you could ever be right now. Right now is the time. You are the best you that you could ever be. And now is the time. Now is the time. The clock, the clock is going to keep on running until time ceases to exist. Your days haven't been wasted. Your days haven't been wasted. Do you hear me? You're not too old, and you're not too young. You didn't miss the miracle. You are the miracle. You didn't miss the miracle. You are the miracle. God has opened the door. God has opened the door. Do you hear me? God has opened the door. Listen to what the Word of God says. Let God speak to you in His Word. I know your deeds. See, I have, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. For you have a little power and have kept my word and have not renounced or denied my name. And that's found in Revelations chapter 3, verses 8, how they amplify it. You know, if that's relative, then God has clearly called you out by name. I know your deeds. See, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. For you have a little power, and have kept my word, and have not renounced or denied my name. Again, Revelations chapter 3, verse 8. 
I'm telling you, if that's relative, then God has clearly called you out by name. Terry, God has called you out by name. And for those of the, and for those who, who can relate, and this is relative, God is calling you out. You don't have to be Terry. It could be any of you. God is calling you. If, if you feel that earning and it's pulling at you, man, God is calling you. And he may not be calling you out by your name, but he's calling you. Because when Jesus called Peter, he didn't say, come Peter. He said, come. And I believe that's what God is saying to you. Now, Terry, whoever you are, God has actually called you out by name. You are literally pregnant with ideas and inventions, maybe a song, something. You have a creativeness, a creativeness that's inside you, whatever it may be, a business idea. You know that. Put it before God. Pray, get on your knees. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. You need a confirmation? Maybe this is the confirmation. I don't know, but God does. Whenever we hear stuff like this, we need to sift it through the Word of God. We need to get immersed in the Word of God and be praying and actively seeking God. If we want doors to open and we and if we want and if we believe doors are open and we hear doors are open, then how will we ever see if we don't look for it? And of course you need to go look. Where is that door? Maybe someone's knocking on it right now. Maybe you need to open it. Open your heart, open your mind. Don't close it out to ideas and, and misconceptions and, you know, procrastinating and things. Get out there. Go do that thing. This may be the confirmation you need to start and do that, whatever that is. Maybe to say yes, maybe to say no. Maybe just to go. This is for you. God chose to call you. And while some of us don't hear our name being called, God has called you. Just like he, just like he called out through the water and said, come. I believe God says, come. Step into your destiny. I know your deeds. See, I've set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. Before the negativity starts to roll in, no one's going to shut this door. You're going to miss it because of this or that. No, no, no. The Word of God clearly states what it says. Sift it through the Word of God. When those ideas come, sift it through the Word of God. For you have little power. I believe God is letting us know that you need more power. You need the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. You need the continual filling of the Holy Spirit. Our flesh separates us from that at times. We go to that. But listen, I believe that you have kept His Word and have not renounced or denied His name. There are chances and uh, all over in our lives where we could deny Christ, where we could deny Him. We can get around friends and it'd be like, and you could have said, no, I, I believe there's a God. You could have just have been cool. You could have said, no, yeah, yeah, there's no God, just to be cool. I've been there. I know what it's like. The time is running out. I'll ask you one more time, what are you going to do with the time that you have left? May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore.